0: You're listening to My Enneagram Life, episode number five. So if you follow me on Instagram, which you totally should, you probably know that I'm a new dog mom. It has been so much fun teaching Yosemite all the new tricks, and she's picking up everything so quickly because she watches my best friend's dog do all the commands, and she can learn everything that he's doing. But when Nikki first got Ryder, he was just learning how to walk on leash around the neighborhood. We would literally have to plan to take 45 minutes out of our day to walk a quarter mile around the neighborhood. And if you don't know already, that is a very long time for such a short walk. <laughs> Puppies don't naturally know how to walk in a straight line or on a leash or around the neighborhood. So in order for Ryder to understand where he was supposed to walk and what he was supposed to do, we held a treat out in front of him. When Ryder saw the treat, he would know exactly where he was supposed to go and it was very clear what he was supposed to do. He would follow the treat instead of veering off into the grass or even walking backwards. And this is why having goals in front of us is so crucial to actually achieving our goals and building the life that we want. And guess who is all about reaching their goals and having them in front of them? Enneagram Type 3s. Today we're talking all about the strengths of the Enneagram 3s and covering confidence and how to actually achieve your goals. Hey, my name is Stephanie Smith, and I'm just your typical Enneagram 3, obsessed with becoming the best version of myself and teaching you everything I've learned along the way. I'll be your biggest hype girl to find your purpose, joy, and who you are through the Enneagram. Here, we will cover how to apply the Enneagram to your life, real-life stories of relationships through the Enneagram, and how to be the best you. I know life is super busy, but I truly believe that self-development starts with knowing who you are. So thanks for bringing me along for the ride. This is My Enneagram Life. So confidence is not something you are born with. It's something you learn. I can remember working as a server years ago, and it was probably my first job other than being a nanny. I knew I was going to be able to talk to people, but oh my gosh, when I first started, I was so scared. My confidence was so low because I was jumping into something that I'd never done before. I had two choices, either let my fear and lack of confidence and lack of experience keep me from trying something new, or I could face my fear and build the confidence. So if you have any friends in your life that are Enneagram type threes, you can probably already know that many of them are pretty confident. A downfall of a three is vanity, and oftentimes that comes with having a lot of confidence. But we're going to learn from threes today in how to build your confidence and how to find real confidence. So here are a few steps on how to build your confidence so you can take on change and grow into the best version of yourself. Step number one is going to be courage. All confidence, all change, and all things start with courage. When someone bungee chups for the first time, it's not confidence that gets them to jump, it's courage. And we all have courage inside of us, And it's like a muscle. You know, the more you work it, the more courage you will have. And courage is not just something for the adrenaline rushes. We use courage on the day-to-day, whether it's asking for help, starting the new business, posting the video of you talking about something you really care about, or even asking that guy or girl out. The more you practice courage, the better you will be at taking risks and trying new things. Practicing courage will often help you grow your confidence. Step number two is commitment. When have you ever been successful at something that you were not committed to? Either a new workout plan or a diet or a relationship or a job. I'm going to guess you weren't so successful if you were not committed. Shaky commitment means shaky confidence. So if I had just worked at my serving job once a week for a couple of hours, I'm sure my confidence would not have grown very fast. I would have gotten back to work the next week and forgotten everything I just learned but because I jumped right in head first and worked at least 40 hours a week. My confidence grew quickly because once I made a mistake, I had another chance to fix it right after that. I was committed to learning how to do my job well and how to do it with excellence. Confidence in my job would not have come if I was not committed. So when you have the courage to take action and you commit to following through, you're halfway there to finding real true confidence. So where in your life are you half in and half out? Is it your nutrition Or is it your workout plans? Or is it your relationships? Or is it your job? Think about an area in your life you are less than confident in. And what would it look like if you were fully committed in that area of your life? Step number three to finding true confidence is having the capabilities. You know, in most cases, you need to acquire a specific capability to reach a goal. If you want to be great at a sport, you hire a coach or read a book by the expert. But without guidance, you lack the knowledge to execute properly. With the right capabilities, you can spot obstacles and know how to get around them. So just like the puppies, when somebody first tried to go down the stairs, she was so scared. But because she saw Ryder go down the stairs, no problem. She learned the capabilities needed by learning from a coach. So don't hesitate when it comes to learning from others and hire the coach. They've already been there and they can get you to your goal 10 times faster. Once you have your first three steps and take action, you will find confidence. And from there, it grows naturally. Think about each one of these prior steps. Each one of them gave you confidence alone. And when you align the three prior steps to achieve one outcome, your confidence will skyrocket. And the last step to finding true confidence is having integrity. And I'm sure you've heard me talk about this before, but this right here is the kicker. This step will make or break your confidence. You can do all of the prior steps, but without integrity or keeping the promises to yourself, you will never be fully confident. I mean, how do you feel when you say you're going to do something and then end up not doing it and making excuses? Okay, so take working out for example. When you have integrity and make working out a priority in your life, you feel terrible when you don't do it. That's kind of the purpose of habits. They kick you back into shape. But when you work out every single day like you said you would, you feel awesome. You think, If I can work out five days a week, I bet you I can eat healthy and work out and then you can just keep building from there. So find small promises you can keep to yourself that will get you one step closer to reaching your goal and building confidence. Stick to that promise and if you're feeling a lack of confidence or that you're moving backward, you can examine your life and see if you're actually doing that one promise that you set for yourself every single day. And the more you do something over and over, the more confident you will feel in that task. Another thing we can learn from threes is how to have vision, how to work towards a goal, and how to set goals and actually achieve them. Since threes are in their future orientation, they often are great visionaries. And are able to keep their eye on the prize. They are goal oriented and are able to set a goal and reach it. So here are a few steps that will help you actually achieve your goals. And if you haven't noticed already, I love making lists and breaking things down. So it's easy to remember and easy to take notes. So I hope you're taking notes today because this is a good one. So step number one to actually achieving your goals is going to be an exercise. So I want you to pretend it's one year from now and you're looking back on your life. It was the best year of your life. I want you to write down what your life looks like. How much money are you making? What does your happiness look like? How are your relationships? How is your health? How do you feel waking up in the morning? What is your purpose? Describe in detail what the best year of your life would look like. I want you to focus where you want to go and what you want to do instead of looking to the past. It's easy to know what we don't want out of life, but it is crucial to know exactly where we're going if we want to achieve our goals. But seriously, how easy is it for us to know exactly what we don't want? If I asked you, what do you want out of your life? Many of us couldn't describe what we want, but if I asked you, what do you not want out of your life, it is so easy for us to spout off what we don't want. It would be something like, oh, I don't want to be fat anymore, or I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck, or I don't want my kids to hate me, or I don't want to be stuck in this job that I hate anymore. Okay but what job do you want and how much weight do you want to lose? Many of us couldn't even answer these simple questions. You see, it's so easy to know exactly what we don't want, but the important part is is to know exactly what we do want so we can move toward it. Step number two is to start saying no. This might be tough for some of you. Since you know what your best year would look like, you can determine what is in line with your goal and what is not. If these things do not move the needle toward your best year yet, say no. It's easy as that. Create a not-to-do list. This will save you time. It will keep you focused on what matters. And this is something that I would highly suggest doing every single day. Step number three is attach an emotion to the goal. This is one of the biggest things people miss. When we attach an emotion to the goal, it's hard to forget and it's hard to not follow through with it emotions move you and make you move emotions make decisions so if your goal is to lose 20 pounds attach it to an emotion how will you feel after losing the weight will you find more confidence again what will finding more confidence do for you how will you feel if you don't reach the goal don't miss this step it's a big one Step number four is to write it down. Without a goal set in front of us, we forget about it. When we write it down and post it everywhere, our brain will be constantly reminded of where we're going and what we want to do. Put it on your phone, leave it on a note in your bathroom, write it in your journal every day. There is so much power in having your goals in front of you. Without it, we make choices that are not in line with what we want in life. It's just like when you walk a puppy. You need to have the treat or the goal in front of you so you know exactly where you're going. And when it comes to making these goals and dreaming of your dream life, think back to when we were told in school or by our parents that we could do anything. If no one told you that, I'm here to tell you that you can do or be anything you want. All it comes down to is if you're willing to put your head down and do the work. Threes have huge visions and dreams. So if you're needing some help and dreaming of the life that you would want, reach out to some of your friends that are threes or the people in your life that are dreamers and want more out of their life. There's so much to offer in this life, so why not take advantage of it? It's yours for the taking. Thanks for listening to my Enneagram Life. If you liked this podcast, share it with a friend. And remember, keep working toward becoming the best version of yourself. I'll see you next week.